And now, this week's edition of Big Face with your host, Samantha Jane Tilton. Welcome to Big Face. I'm your host, Sammy Jane Tilton, and my guest today, actor Happy Anderson. Thanks for being here. Oh, my pleasure, Samantha. Thank you for having me. I'm so glad. We were, uh, Happy and I were just discussing um, being in this business. It's kind of a small world. We're like, have we actually met or do we just know each other from social media? But <laughs> so we think we actually know each other. <laughs> I'm pretty certain. I'm pretty certain. Me too. That's how I, I as soon as like we were in touch on Facebook, I'm like, I know you. Yeah. <laughs> but wherever the fuck, we don't know. Yeah. That's, that's always the case. We don't fucking know. <laughs> so how you doing, man? Oh, great. I mean, this uh, world and universe is pretty bizarre and terrible, but uh, other yeah. than that, I'm feeling pretty solid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny because, so for those of you that don't know this, um, Happy is in a new movie that just came out in theaters on the 28th yeah. of uh, August, correct? Yeah, yeah. This past Friday, yeah. And uh, The New Mutants. Right, right. So for it, those I of you... It's so weird. It's so weird too because it's it's it took three years for it to come out, and now it's coming out at a time when like no one can go see it. I I like said to I, I said to somebody I was like, are movie theaters open right now? Like I don't even know because right. and not, but I not in New York and L.A. I, I don't think. Really, that's because yeah. I was gonna say I don't know I don't know of a movie theater near me that's playing. No, probably not. Yeah. So that's crazy because I heard the movie's amazing. Uh, I, I, you know what? I haven't seen it. <laughs> That's always how it goes. <laughs> I literally have not seen it. I've gotten messages from people who have seen it and say it's great. And I'm like, great, fantastic. I'll see it whenever uh, it's on Disney+. Plus. That's <laughs> <laughs> when did you guys shoot it? Like, when, when was it shooting? Oh, oh, my goodness. I think I did my part in the summer of 2017. It's so amazing because people not in the business, you have no idea. Like movie shoot, it can be for a while, but it takes years to come out sometimes, which is, it's so fascinating yeah. for people that don't know. Right, right. And there's no rhyme or reason to it either because sometimes nope. stuff comes out immediately. And then, I know. And in an extreme case like this, it comes out uh, almost half a decade later. <laughs> when you're lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... What was that like? How was shooting that, that movie? And do you like X-Men and, you know, all that kind of stuff? Well, that's funny because I'm not really, uh, I, I don't really follow uh, yeah. Marvel or DC or anything like that. And, and it was one of those jobs that like just kind of came out of the clear blue sky. You know, I, I, got really? offered, I got offered while I was doing another job and I was like, okay, yeah, why not? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> And uh, amazing. amazing was great. And Josh was great. Josh Bloom, the director. So it was a lot of fun. I mean, I always have more fun on those jobs that like, I didn't know I was up for. It, it's always the best. Cause there's, there's not this like, oh, like, I hope so. Oh. I like, you know, it's like the, 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 when it just happens, which is the best thing ever. Yeah. Is it's, it's butter. <laughs> It's, it's butter. butter and it's it's like because you spend all this time sweating over stuff you know about yeah and then uh and then you get a call out of nowhere and you're oh my god i guess i'm going to vancouver right now or you know whatever is that where they shot it no that that was actually in boston but i uh, okay i was going back and forth to vancouver last year like for a series like so many times really oh my god yeah yeah it was a thing called snowpiercer 
Yes, I saw that on your IMDb. So t what is, how was that? And, uh, and where is that on? That just finished airing on TNT and I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix now. I was gonna say, I feel like it's on Netflix. Okay. I think so. I feel like I've seen that. Um, it's based on the movie that came out in 2013, which is based on a graphic novel, which I think came out in the 80s. Okay. I love that <laughs> was it fun? It was great. I mean, the, the the job was wonderful. The traveling was not great. Yeah. Uh, you know, because the schedule kept changing. So I would leave late on a Tuesday night from New York, work all day Wednesday, and then fly home first thing Thursday morning. And I did that for like six or seven weeks in a row. So after a while, like That's physically, rough. I started to get pretty worn down. Um, but I love the part because I finally wasn't playing someone who hurts people. <laughs> But do you play like villainous characters a lot? All the time. It's almost all I play. Really? Yeah, yeah. And and do you like it or is you like it but you like a change? That's it. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you know, those job those roles are a lot of fun and I'm always just happy to work. Um, but yeah. when I can change it up a little, uh, I I'm, I love it. It's funny cuz I can I feel like you can also be very comedic. So I think it's funny. And yeah. I, would I be correct by saying that? Well, I, I think I can, but I don't <laughs> get, often get asked to do that. Uh, like, like the, so the things that, I'm the, that stand out like the most in terms of like what people recognize me from and stuff are like Mind Hunter, The Nick, uh, right. Bird Box, stuff like that, where like I literally killed people. That's, so those were a couple of ones I wanted to ask you about, because you said, so uh, before we actually did this interview, we were talking about, you know, uh, how under, other interviews go and stuff, and they usually always ask you about Bird Box and Mindhunter. Yeah, right. So, so you, like, were a murderer in those? I haven't seen those. Uh, well, yeah, Mindhunter. I will. Uh, <laughs> uh, that was that David Fincher series on Netflix. Um, yeah, that that was, you know, all the characters were based on real people and all the stuff actually happened. And it was about uh, it was set in the 70s about when like profiling didn't exist yet. So it, it's, it's actually true. So it's it's, it's all it's, true. Yeah. Get the hell out of here. Because yeah. I, I, I've heard about it. And then when I just read about it, I was like, this is right up my alley. That's like my jam. But I was like, I don't think it's based on reality because it doesn't say like based on true, it doesn't say that on like the poster and stuff. So- Oh, wow. Is that interesting? Yeah, because it Usually, uses the same names and everything and the same facts. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was crazy. So that's weird that that's not on the poster because I feel like that's, for me, that's such a draw because it's- Yeah. Yeah, well, it's based on the book Mindhunter that John Douglas who, for all intents and purposes, invented yeah. uh, profiling. Um, huh. It's about how he came to figure out how to do it and how it came to be. And so the first season is literally just interviewing serial killers. Wow. And uh, so I had two episodes as Jerry Brudos, who was uh, in the late 60s known as the Lust Killer in Oregon. Uh, he, he had, uh, or the people that had the misfortune of meeting him, he was... Mm. Um, he was a serial killer, a serial rapist, uh, uh, a cross-dresser, and a necrophiliac. Wow, that's a whole yeah. lot for one person. Yeah! <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a whole lot. It's amazing you had time for all that. I know, Jesus. So that's who you played? Yeah, yeah. 
yeah. It was it was intense. And Fincher, you know, is is amazing, but also like very very I've heard. meticulous and intense and hard on you. But but also really like he, he, very. But he also like really looks after his actors. Like he will not stop until he's put you in the best position to succeed or at least look good. Mm. That's, or at least look good. That's, <laughs> no, that's wonderful. That's, yeah. Yeah, but I've heard him as a director is very, very meticulous, very, it's, it's, it's exhausting. Yeah. Uh, there, there, there was an interview he did like right after the first season came out and he was talking about, you know, he's sitting at John, Jonathan Groff and, and Holt, uh, uh, I forget his last name, they're the stars of it. Yeah. And, um, and he was talking about how, it, it, one of my scenes was the longest in, in the whole season. Hmm. He was like, oh, we shot that scene 75 times. And I'd go in and I'd give notes to Jonathan. And then I'd come in and give him notes to Halt. And he goes, and Happy was like, what? We're really going to do this every time? <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. It's a lot. It's, I, I couldn't believe, I thought maybe he was kidding. Because you... I've heard stories like that, yeah. but so it, it, it fits the bill. That's really how it is. Oh, well, with him, yeah. And, yes, and yes. A couple of years before that, I'd worked with one of his close friends, Steven Soderbergh, Soderberg, yeah. and he was the exact opposite. Uh, like Isn't that I fascinating? It, it's unbelievable. Like I, I shot my part of three different episodes in one day once, in under four hours. Jesus, and, and that's he, and, the opposite. <laughs> Yeah, for Mindhunter, each scene was one week at 15 hours a day. Oh, I mean, scenes my. were much longer in Mindhunter, but still. But, wow, that is intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm exhausted. So it's, like, funny because uh, there's another actor that I'm friends with, and she's a working actor, but she always says, like, people think that being on set is this glamorous thing. And, right. And it's, it's wonderful if we get the chance as actors to be on set and do what we love, but it's also not all glamorous. It's exhausting. It's long days, early yeah. mornings. It's, it's a lot. You must oh, yeah. I, I wouldn't call it glam I wouldn't call it glamorous at all, ever. But it's the best work you can get. I mean, like, yep. you know, you know, if you wanted to do it since you were a little kid, like, like usually I love every second of it. Yeah. Um, but it's not glamorous. It, I'm no. always tired. That's, I feel like that's one of the reasons when I first started acting, I was like doing a bunch of like theater stuff and I love theater, but I was like, holy crap. It's so exhausting because it's yeah. like, you're, it doesn't end like, like shooting something, you know, like there's a, like, right. it, it's, it's right. yeah. But, um, so are you one of those people that loved it since you were a kid? Oh yeah, yeah, my whole life, yeah. Really? And, and yeah, and I've done, I mean, professional theater since I was 16, so I'm, I'm 43 wow. now, and I, I went to, wow. uh, I studied in college and in grad school, you know, I've, I've never not done it, really. Um, but I've only been making like a decent living probably in the last 10 years. That's a, it's a lot more than other people could say. That's amazing. <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. that's, um. So you went, so you studied it in college and mm -hmm. grad school. Yeah. Yeah. And I taught, I've taught a lot. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I was about, I occasionally teach this one day workshop about auditioning for the camera here in New York. And it was a really successful workshop for a while. And then I was out of town 
too much to do it. And then I had it scheduled to go to do it again in the middle of March. (laughs) Perfect timing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And once they canceled (laughs) the NBA season, once they canceled the NBA season, I was like, I don't think I (laughs) get to teach this thing. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah. How are you, how are you staying busy or like, are you, are you missing it a lot right now? Oh my God. I, I, you know, this is, uh, the longest I've gone without either doing a play or a TV show or a movie or even a commercial yeah. since I was 13. So that's 30 years. So it, it, it feels wow. like, uh, it feels like uh, I'm grieving. It feels like grief and, and, uh, and just like, it's hard to like stay up like to, you know, and it's slowly, uh, I don't know if you found this, but it's, it's like slowly kind of coming back. Like I've had a few, uh, self tapes and a few yes. meetings and, and, and stuff like that, but um, it's nowhere near back yet all the way. I, I know, and I, you know, depending on who you talk to, it's like, oh, production's coming back and it's starting very, very small, but right. I, I don't know how that's going to translate into productions for yeah. bigger projects and, you know, television and stuff unless there's like a huge budget to quarantine everybody, you know, which is what some projects are doing, but those are very high budget projects. Yeah. Yeah, um, totally. And the, yeah. you know, the, 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 the stuff that I'm up for right now is all that, like everyone's in a hotel together and, and you could only go from one place to the other. And so, right. I mean, I'm, I'm so excited to hopefully work again soon, but uh, yeah. it's not going to be that fun. I don't think. Because so much, so much of the fun is the social aspect of it, and that's yeah. going to be gone. It's so I I I agree with you. It's um, it's so weird. It's like hard to stay up. You said like, yeah. and that's that's kind of how it is. Like I, one of the greatest things that happened from doing this is just I could be like down, and like I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to like just yeah. sad and want to isolate and. Every, nothing matters anyway. Nothing's going on. Right. But then I like connect with you or I connect when I do this and I'm like a different person after I, I record an episode. Oh, I'm that's like, great. It's, this is like, con- like getting to know other humans, yeah, yeah, connections yeah, with people, talking about things you love. I, I, I miss that. Oh, totally. It, it's, it, you don't realize how much you miss it too until like you get a little bit of it back. You know what I mean? It's, it's funny because I used to, I'm very extroverted, but I, I'm, nobody ever sees this, but I'm very introverted. And yeah. so I'll be like, oh, I don't want to, and I'll dread going to a studio to work. But as soon as I'm there, I'm like, boom, 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 out of myself, yeah. with my people, giving, it's just so much better. Yeah, it is. That's so it funny is. you say that too. I'm the exact same way. I don't want to leave really? the fucking house. And then, ever. No, no. <laughs> I'm like, what makes you think I want to see people? But then once I see people, I'm so happy. So funny. It's so funny. It's exactly how it goes for me. It's like, even if I'm like, I'll sometimes give myself permission. Cause I used to, for years when I was younger, no matter how I felt, I'd always have a smile on and I'd be pleasant. And now I give myself permission that I don't have to be crazy. I could still be appropriate. But I can also not be like completely like, hey, everybody. And I give myself that permission. But then as soon as I'm with people, it's like taken away. 
it becomes yeah. about them, like, especially if I'm working a casting, really watching, having so much focus on somebody else, giving yeah. direction, and, and then I'm out of myself. Right. I never, right. I always knew I'm better with other people, but I never realized how significantly important it is to my well being. I know. Mental health and everything. I know. Yeah. Where, oh, completely. And where so, are, you? are you? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to ask you, what city are you in? I'm in, that's exactly what I was going to ask you. I'm in New York. I'm in Queens. Oh, I'm in New York too. Are you? Uh, yeah. Um, in- uh, Hudson Heights on one night, like in the 190s in Fort Washington. Oh, nice. How is it? How is it over there? <laughs> it's great. I mean, this is like, you know, we, we, we lived in Queens for a decade and then we lived uh, in kind of Washington Heights, the edge of Washington okay. Heights for a bunch of years. And then we moved uptown a little bit and it's such a nice calm neighborhood mm. like nothing happens it's all families it's that's, just quiet so, see that's 199th and like what avenues are around like is it uh, uh like fort washington cabrini uh pinehurst we're west okay. of broadway okay got it it's uh it's funny because i used to live on the upper east side for like seven years uh-huh. and it was so quiet and it was like it was peaceful i mean i'm sure it's way more so where you are but even so like going from east side to like near times square and crap i'm like jesus it's another it's another country it's another country every time i'm there it's like it's like being on the subway again i'm like i hate people like get out of my way (laughs) it's so bad like the true new yorker comes out like hard Fuck yeah, man. It's like, what are you doing here? You don't belong in front of me. I know. What are you doing? Move. <laughs> Where are you from originally? I'm from, I'm from upstate, just an hour and a half north of the city, a little town oh. called High Falls. Okay, nice. That should be a different planet, really. It's so close to the city, but like I grew up in fucking trees and mountains and a valley. Really? Like, in, in the middle of the woods. Did and you I, like so it? Have, uh, at the time, not at all. But uh, right. now I love now I love to visit. You know, it's and my whole family moved away from there, so we only get up every once in a while just to yeah. like stay in an Airbnb or whatever. And I, I love it up there now. It's it's amazing. Like now, I that is precious to me. Like having nature. My dad lives in Long Island and uh, a little house where the houses are next to each other. But even right. he went away to visit my brother this past weekend, and we had gone there, stayed at the house, even just having like a screen door and walking outside, not having to have a mask in your apartment building. Yeah. It was like hearing the crickets. It was heavy. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Is that where you're from originally, Long Island? Yeah. yeah. Same house that I, that I was born in. No shit. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I know. Great. Nobody ever lives in the same place. <laughs> Never. Ever. I know. So yeah, so um, yeah, so it's really nice to get out. Yeah, and necessary. Very necessary. It's like I'm going. Oh, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna ask what uh, what office do you, what casting office do you work for? Freelance. Oh, you freelance. That's probably uh, especially another reason you can't pinpoint me because I'm at like every different studio. That's exactly why. Yeah, <laughs> I probably ran into you like multiple times. Yeah, because it's either, I've worked on films, I've worked on commercial, and like either at a different 
studio or for a different agency or it's always different. Right. Or the, how, okay. How does one become a freelance casting director? No idea. <laughs> no, my story is very, very strange. Like, um, I just wanted to act my entire life and I didn't right. let, I didn't do that. Like you, um, I share this like all the time when I explain where I come from, but like my mom had gotten sick when I was young and she passed away when I was a teenager. And I just, oh boy. I, everything shut down and I stopped doing anything creative until I graduated college. I went to school for psychology and sociology and always knowing I want to be an actor. And it wasn't until years after college that I finally started to, I was in a place where I was ready to pursue my dream. And yeah. I was at like one of my first auditions ever and I ran into like an old friend and they were like, Samantha. And I was like, such and such. So, so, and, uh, they were like, Hey, would you want a job in casting? And I was like, meanwhile, I've been bartending, nannying, all yeah, that stuff. Totally. And I was like, great. This is, I get to be in the field. And I started working at casting networks, you know, casting networks. Yeah. What is that's, uh, it's like actors access. One of those right, 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 submission right, right. things. Yeah. So yeah. I started working in the office there and they would also send me out to be a lobby assistant to some, like when Donna DeSetta used to have an office. Right. And, um, and that turned into, long story short, one day somebody was like, can you run camera? Can you be a cam op? And I was like, oh, you have to show me what to do. Maybe, I don't know. Like, sure, but you got to show me. And then like, they were very happy with what I did and the client was so happy and I went to be their go-to cam op person. Then they passed my name along and then people were like, you're in this, you're in the rooms all the time anyway. Like, why don't you run a session? And then I just started running sessions and that's wild. Bizarro, right? So you literally just fell into it. Totally fell into it. And I'm so glad though. Well, yeah. I'm I'm always glad, but it took me it's bizarre <laughs> because it took me so far from acting, which would right. you think is because there was like no time to pursue acting when you're casting. Like the right. days were so crazy and intense. Yeah. Um but then I, acting came first. Uh, only more recently did I go, if I'm going to do it, it has to come first. So, yeah. Yeah. So you kind, you kind of transitioned out of casting a little. Yeah. Like I still do it freelance, but I, it's always with like under the umbrella of as long as I get it, if I get an audition, I'll be able to make it as long right. as then I'll work. But if, right, right. if I can't do that, if that's not possible, then I, I won't. That's how you got to be. It's, it's, it's gotta be the, the yeah. most, the foremost important thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Like every yeah. other job you have to be comfortable walking away from at a moment's notice. Yeah. And it's like, and you know, I've heard when I've, uh, other casting directors and stuff and other agents, they'll say to actors, like, you can't have a day job. You can't. Right. And it's like, it's easier said than done because how do you yeah. survive? Like, you right. know, it's like that catch 22. You want to be an actor, but you need to make money to survive. So it's yeah. like, like rent and electricity, start, right. You know, things that sometimes you need, you know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe some food if you're lucky, <laughs> just a little. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I am really curious. So what, so a couple of things, one, what is it like for you? Like what's your, probably a lot of things because you studied so much, but what is your preparation like for acting? Like if you have a role? Right. Well, it totally depends on the project. Mm -hmm. I mean, like, I, like I don't, I don't, uh, uh, you know, devote myself to any Oops, one technique. 
that's okay. Yeah. I just like drop the computer. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't ascribe to any one particular technique, you know, um, yep. I, uh, you know, there's some like in the case of Mindhunter, I, um, I, uh, studied up on the guy. He was a real guy and he died in 2006. So I read the book about him. I, I went online to see if there was any video of him. There was very, very little, but I, I saw a, a smidge. And, um, and I did a lot of like, um, kind of like personalization imagery work, uh, sort of in the Eric Morris style. And, uh, but then for other things, like uh, for Bad Boys for Life, I learned the lines and said them and went home. I was doing a, a, an off-Broadway play and I, I'm on my way to the show and my manager calls and says, they want you to do Bad Boys 3. I said, I didn't even know there was a Bad Boys. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so after the show on Saturday, they flew me down, I think maybe the same night, they flew me down to Atlanta. And, uh, and, and, and Will actually got me the job, which was shocking because I did a movie wow. a, a few years prior, but, um, you know, you work with movie stars all the time, and I always assume I don't make much or any impression because they meet so many actors. And uh, mm. and uh, uh, but he he uh, he got me the he requested me, and uh, so that first thing Sunday morning, I find myself in a uh, conference room in Atlanta at the production office uh, with Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, the two directors, the writer, and Jerry Bruckheimer. And I'm like, what is <laughs> Just happening? a bunch of nobodies in a room, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was really like, what? I, like, I, what is happening? This is bizarre. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Was that, was that fun for you to be able to play, or was, it, was there stress about it, or how was that? No, you know, I was so tired. I didn't get nervous or stressed at all. I just had a, lot of, I had a lot of fun. And, uh, and like, Will went out of his way to like make me feel like a part of the company, and and, and so I was very very that's comfortable. Lovely. Yeah, that's that's so nice to hear, and so wonderful that he specifically asked for you. And yeah, crazy, like you know, it, you think you make no impression, or you're just another actor, but you're not. You're you, and that that stuck that stuck with him, which is yeah. wonderful. That, that's what I always tell when my clients, when I coach or teach. Yep. All really just worry about you. Just be you. Just be you. I know. If they, if they want you to pick your own material, do material that just shows your personality. Yeah. That's it. That's all that matters in the beginning. That's it. That's it. It's so, it's so funny because I, I, I think, and this is something that kind of, I hit like almost a new bottom with over quarantine. Okay. Uh, which, which is like, I am done, done caring. Yeah. 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 What anybody thinks like I'm, I'm really, I've gotten so much better since I was younger. I don't like, I mostly don't care. I do my thing. I, I can trust in myself and I, yeah. I work hard and I, you know, but I, even more so I'm like, I don't want to care anymore because when I coach and when I teach, I'm like, the death of what you're going to do is going in there and worrying about how they want it, doing it right, if they like you, what they're thinking. F it. Well, do that's what exactly you do. right. Yeah. You can't be a mind reader. You have no it fucking idea what they want. None whatsoever. So you're, so you're either right or not. That's it. Right. Exactly. Live or die by being you. Exactly. And even if it's wrong, right? If you're committed, if you're in it, 
Like yeah. that is way more interesting. Even if that's not what they're looking for, they will at least remember yes. that. Yes. Whereas if somebody's trying to do it and they're saying the lines, great. Nobody's gonna remember that. They're just doing oh, lines or just, you know what I mean? And plus desperation makes people uncomfortable. Oh, it's, you it's, know? um, it's, I always, it, like my acting teacher always would say this, but it's kind of like when you're dating, um, mm -hmm. it's like that if somebody shows up and like, so like wants you to like them and they're like, yeah. it's like, it's immediately a turnoff. People want to chase. They want confidence. God, I'm yeah, so yeah. glad I don't, I'm not dating anymore. <laughs> but like, it's the same thing. So to go in there, like, hi, do you like me? Hi. Hi, I want you to like me. And I and it's the human condition, right? We all want to be accepted. And it's a and hard business. You wanna you want people to like you. Yes, exactly. I think you wanna please. And it's so funny because whenever I would talk to uh, my boyfriend about this, he'd always be like, Who doesn't like he he's so lovely about it, but he's like, one day he just kind of gave it to me. He's like, Are you a nice person? Are you thoughtful? Do you care about people? Are you giving? Do you do that? I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like who couldn't like you? And I'm like, oh my God, that's Jerry Seinfeld's mom. Jerry, who couldn't like you? <laughs> How could they not like you, Jerry? <laughs> that's true. Uh, I know. It's, it's like, just as long, I, so for myself, just learning to trust, it's like that whole, I'm enough, just be yeah. exactly who I am and let that be. But that's also a process too, to get there. Like it doesn't come naturally to most people, I don't think. It didn't to no. me. Um, it it did not for me. The way I end my class a lot of times is I say, when you leave, an, well, it's going to be different now because it looks like self-tapes are the way of the future. Maybe I want to ask you about that, but go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I want to ask you about that. Um, but I've always said that when you leave an audition, never in your mind should you think, did I nail it? Did I get it? Did I crush it? Do they like me? Ask yourself two questions. Did I tell the truth and did I enjoy myself? And if you can say yes to both of those, then you did your job. Because you have no, so much has to go right to get the phone call. So forget yep. the phone call. I know, forget the, right. That is just like a, a crazy added bonus level if you get the phone call. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, the cherry on top. Exactly. Exactly. And, and being on the casting side, I've seen how, how much goes into who gets that role and how yeah. much it changes where you could never imagine. It just completely flips and you nailed it and they were gonna go with you and then at the last second, switch the role completely or went in a different, one person says one thing, it changes, it's crazy. Yeah, can you give me an example of that without using names? Sure. Um, that, or if you wanna use names, I'll, I'll. No, no, yeah. <laughs> For example, in commercials, that happens. Oh, yeah. That happened. No joke. I've been in rooms with clients where they have all the finalists laid out, all the, the pictures, their size cards, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And they're like, yep, yep, yep. And it's like, done. Mm -hmm. And then they go, oh, like, no exaggeration. Um, they kind of look like they could be Asian. We had an agent, an Asian, an agent, an Asian, like two commercials ago. And then it scraps the whole thing. And then they wind up because they can't choose the woman that kind of looked Asian, even though she was Hispanic. Like, then they had to go with an African-American, which switched all the other choices. Like- Oh my word. No joke, here's a great one. I'll never forget this one. It was for a commercial. They, it was like the first guy that came in, they loved him. They were set, they did a whole day of casting, but they were set on this guy. 
the call went out to him, everything. And then all of a sudden the director goes, I don't know, his, his head shape looks a little funny. And they were like, oh, I think it's, I think it's just the haircut because his hair is like spiky like that. And he's like, eh. from that, everything changed. They had a whole other day of casting oh my and God. had this guy come in. They did his wardrobe. They cut his hair to try and make him look less pointy headed. And like the guy did not get the job after all of that because of one little comment. Did they, but they booked him? He, he was on hold. They had him come uh -oh. in, work with wardrobe. They did not book him. They had okay. him like, he was like, but they had him come in, do the wardrobe, cut his hair. Oh my word. And then they didn't go with him. It's like, oh, oh because one person up. went like, and it was the director. So they had the say. Yeah, yeah, of course. But that's how, I mean, they loved this guy. I'm, oh. I've seen it all, man. I've, I've seen yeah. it all. It's, yeah, it's, I it learned a lot. Put you, that yeah, puts you at an advantage though as an actor though, because you're like, you're like, oh, it's not personal. I, so I'm just gonna do this. It's like, I don't know whether it's worked. I, I think it's a good thing, but it's also like a, there's so much more of a, I don't give a shit thing now. Yeah. Because, right. which is, I think, ultimately a good thing. Because it's like this whole, ah, I'm just going to go in there and be me. If I get it, get it like there's so much that can happen. So, I, most likely not going to get it. So, I might as well just go in and right. have fun. Right. And like, <laughs> I yeah, don't know. That's, that's, that's kind of how it is. That's the thing, too. Like, if you fail 90% of the time, you're doing amazing. Exactly. That's like a huge success. It's amazing, right? Yeah. I'm just moving my computer. Yeah. Hey, oh, uh -oh. <laughs> technical difficulties. One second. Thanks for coming. Hold on. <laughs> One. Sorry about that. All right. So, guys, no I got worries. my mic working again after I broke it. So, thank you, Happy. I appreciate you understanding. <laughs> so, uh, what the hell was I saying? Um, yeah, it kind of put me at an advantage. It kind of, it kind of works for me in that I don't care, um, right. but. Oh, you were saying, yeah, like if you fail 90% of the time, you're doing great. Yeah, yeah, it's true. And, and it's like now, um, yeah, it's because I told you, I only like started putting acting first as of the last, I think it's less than two years. So oh, I started, wow. yeah, so it's still, while I was doing it, I was always studying throughout the years, but I could never got an auditions and stuff. So while doing it, I'm like, I feel that like, I want to get out there and fail 90% of the time. I want yeah, to just yeah, get totally. out there and like. Yeah, the audition is the job. <laughs> right. Exactly. You prepare for the audition as if you already have the job. That's it. And then the job's over probably. Yep, exactly. Man, I'm so, I'm really happy for you that you're working and that you're getting to do what you love. That oh, is thank like. You. It's, thank you. It's, I know it's hard work and, but it's a dream come true. Yeah, yeah, it's both things are very true. It's and and also there's still no matter where you are, I think there's still always a lot of disappointment. You know, that's just part of the that's just part of the thing. Yeah. Uh, but if you can make peace with that, you can have a good life with it. I think. I know. I, I it's kind of it's kind of like with anything, right? If you can yeah, accept, yeah. if you can have acceptance and not fight yeah. it all and roll with yeah. it, man. If it were only that easy. <laughs> I know. If I can keep ex acceptance over my expectations, then I can have a very good day. Yes. 
Amen to that. So you were saying, so you've had some, some projects that you're up for now. Have those been like self tapes and all uh, of them, all of them. And, and, and my, uh, my agent is here in New York and my manager is in LA oh, okay. or in the LA office of his, of his company. And, uh, all of them are like, it's going to be self tape for the foreseeable future. Like even if there's, there's a vaccine and all that, it's just, it's going to be that way for a long time, which I've, I, I've come to, I used to prefer to go in, you know, because like doing self tapes in the past, I've really like, I, I miss the interaction and, um, and yeah. the adjustments that you sometimes get, like it's yes. so helpful, you know, just to play a Huge. totally different thing than, than you would prepared to play. Yes. Um, but now I kind of love like just doing it here. You know, I've gotten used to it and, and I can just like shuffle in from the bedroom and be like, I, okay, you know, so if you're shooting like, you know, like, uh, mid frame, you know, you have to wear pants. It's wonderful. Dude, I've done so many pantless <laughs> auditions. Like I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. I know the self tapes, you know, it's, uh, it's so crazy. Cause we were, I was watching the news, I think yesterday and they were just saying how, uh, New York is like dead forever. And they were kind of saying that because it, they see that it works, people working remotely, that there's not yeah. going to be a need for so many office buildings, people renting space, that it's going to really right. change. If people can work and live in Texas and have a bigger yeah. house and not have to pay the mortgages in New York, you know, why, why are they going to? Right. Exactly. So, but with our business, I just, it's, I think it's very different. Like you talked about the adjustments in the room. I think, I think that is huge. I've had people yeah. come in that are very talented and they do something. And my instinct is to tell them to give an, some kind of adjustment and it turns it around. And, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm like knocking wood, but like people have booked things based on like, an adjustment yeah. or if, oh, cause if sure. you could take direction, you know, yeah. so it's, it's tough to have people just have that one go, you know? Yeah, it really is. Um, I mean, I guess the, the response to that has been like, well, we'll see the tape and if we like it, we'll email right. you an adjustment and you tape again, but it's not the same. It's, it's not, not it's same. not nearly, it, yeah, it's not nearly as um, fun anyway. Like, no. Especially if the director themselves are in the room, it's it can be exciting. You can see if you there's an energy between you and them. And, yes, you know there's there's nothing like meeting someone. It's you know it's so funny because uh, kind of like a a mentor for me in my life. I remember him saying he used to always uh, speak to this person on the phone, and he knew what he looked like. They had seen each other, whatever, um, and they got along great on the phone. And yeah. then they like met in person and it was terrible. Like, no, no way. And it's kind of like, it's interesting. In-person energy is, is like, it's kind of the same thing with like online dating. When I used to online date, yeah. it's like you get a great, great vibe from somebody blah, and then you can meet somebody and it's like, just there's an energy between people. Yeah. It's just not there. Yeah. And especially if you're one of those people where your, your energy works for you and people you're likable and people, tend to gravitate towards you it's a disservice for those people that can't get into the room totally yeah, yeah. i couldn't agree more i mean the fact of the matter is we don't actually know what's going to happen nobody does nobody knows nobody really has any fucking idea but because 
excuse me, because uh, they've been able to have so much success getting people off tape that that's like the general vibe right now. I know. They, but it changes day to day and moment to moment. I know. They don't know anything yet in, in more ways than one. It's so yeah. new. Everything is, is, everyone's just trying to adapt moment by moment, yeah. like you said. Yeah. And no, one, and no one knows what to adapt to, right? Because what's happening, the reality of it actually changes almost daily. So it's like, oh, okay, this is the way the world is right for now we just got this bit of information which totally changes what we said yesterday <laughs> like, yeah yeah it's all I the know. time constantly so, so i you know i hope i get to work soon um but you know again nobody knows yeah right? yeah uh i won't you don't have to tell me what we're talking i'm curious who your reps are um but uh, uh my, you can tell uh, me after in, if you want Oh, I don't mind. It's, I mean, oh, it's sure? on my okay. website. Um, okay, uh, great. Stuart Talent in New York and Industry Entertainment okay. in Los Angeles. But they're bi-coastal. Like, there's a Stuart yes. office in LA and an industry office in New York. It just my point people happen to be right. in New York and LA. Do you, that's great. I mean, it's great to have both bi-coastal. Yeah, I didn't realize how much, how important it would be. Because I've worked in LA a lot. And, uh, mm. and, uh, and I ended up making, like, significant like relationships with different offices in LA that I wouldn't have gotten to otherwise yeah you know and and one of the main one of the people that gets me work the most is a very busy casting office in Los Angeles you never know man yeah and you didn't live out there right I've never lived out there I mean I've I've spent like months at a time there right you know I've never I've never had an address an address an address (laughs) (laughs) An address. <laughs> <laughs> I always love that. That always cracks me up. My dad, my dad says, uh, "Best Buy, the store, Best Buy," <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Wi-Fi." Never <laughs> 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 understands it. Yeah. Cracks me up. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, what was I going to say? So, your movie's out. How have you not seen it? Are you going to see it? I'll see it eventually. I mean, like, yeah. you, you know, we can't see it here. I know. We, um, and sure? I, honestly, like, I wouldn't feel, yeah, I wouldn't feel comfortable going to a theater right now. I don't think. Yeah. Um, although I am going to go back to the gym this week, which I'm very excited. About. Are you? Yeah. That's well, great. Uh, what, in my gym, you have to, uh, you know, make an appointment for your workout. Do you? Cause, yeah. Cause now, because yeah. they have to keep it only 30% capacity. Right. So, you know it'll be socially distanced. Everyone's wearing a mask. Yeah. Um, and I just admit, like, working out outside isn't the same. And I'd always feel a lot better, even if my workout wasn't very long, to just get the endorphins flow. Yes. Well, that I know. It, it, it's funny. I'm one of those people that I work out better at home. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, which is bizarre. Because most people, like, need to commit to going to the place. Yeah. And otherwise, they don't do it. Um, right. So I can't, it must be, it must have been very difficult. I mean, I didn't work out at home anyway, but, (laughs) (laughs) but when I do, I'm good to do it at home. (laughs) But yeah, no, a lot of people like this time with food at home and not exercising. Yeah. Yeah. It's a grimy feeling. The other thing, locking everyone inside, everyone got more unhealthy because we were all stressed out. So people were emotionally eating and not going out, so yeah, there's exactly. very little exercise happening. I mean, it was a, it's a, been a perfect storm of, of bad health. Yes, I know. 
Ah, I know. I really hope. Sounds like you guys have been safe, been very cautious. I've just we've been very, very cautious, and uh, our our neighborhood never got super bad in terms of cases. That's great. Uh, you know, just south of us, and certainly to the east of us, got pretty uh, gnarly. Really? But, uh, yeah, but but our like little universe uh, was pretty good. So that's not that's great. So I know. I did yeah. that while you were, while you were looking down. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what What neighborhood in Queens do you live in? I live in Regal Park, so it's like right what down the that? block. It's a uh, Regal Park. It's right down the block from Forest Hills. Oh, oh Forest oh, okay. Hills. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like absolutely. It, it's it's literally right down the road, but yeah, Forest Hills is like the known one. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a but Queens was so bad that we like I remember did not leave the apartment for so long. Que Queens was really gnarly, and I have a friend who was the attending at uh, Elmhurst Hospital. Oh boy! When it was at its worst. Oh man, that is. But yeah, what she described, I was just like, Jesus. I know. I, God willing, I hope. I hope that we stay. New York stays doing well. I know, and it's funny because some neighborhoods aren't doing well with compliance, but the numbers have stayed terrific. For well, that's. I know. I, I, I don't. I don't know what to make of it because, like, me neither. Every time we. Like when I, I pointing because my boyfriend's like over there. <laughs> uh, every time we've gone out, like nobody's wearing masks, and it's like crazy. I live in a, I live in a building. There's a lot of elderly people, and they'll all be in the lobby together, not wearing masks, and like throughout all this, and it's like, what the hell? Yeah. And so yeah. I, I I don't know. I hope I hope that it stays okay, but i know i that's the thing like 25 days now under one percent like i don't understand how that i mean unless there's some degree of herd immunity i don't know but uh know. but um though that's the other been the really great thing about my neighborhood is everyone wears a mask oh that's wonderful yeah and but it's very neighborhood by neighborhood you know i remember one of the yeah. first times i actually left the neighborhood uh, was to actually get my first Corona test. And I went uh, to the Upper East Side and everyone there was wearing a mask. Everyone in my neighborhood was wearing a mask, but in the Uber ride back, we went through the 170s east of Broadway and almost nobody was nobody. wearing a mask. It's so, so I crazy. I don't know what that's about or like why some neighborhoods do and don't, I don't. And I get so, I get so upset when people like I would, at like Dwayne Reed recently and the cashier starts, I'm about to go pay and she's looking behind me and she's kind of like, she's like, and she was so like pissed. And I was like, are you okay? And she's like, she like looked behind me and there was a, like a, you know, like a 20 something year old girl, not wearing a mask on her phone, not caring. And, and she said to the girl, like, I can't help you if you don't wear a mask. And the girl was like, I forgot it at home. I'll be quick. Sorry. Like, no care it, yeah they don't give a shit and it like broke my heart for this woman behind the counter i was like because it's i it's fine if you don't care but other people care and like you yeah. it's not just about you i, I know. know i we're both just like i know <laughs> trying to get americans to think about someone other than themselves though is not that easy it is not it, it really is not <laughs> it's baffling right 
Yeah, it's yeah, it's sickening. But you know, what are you gonna do? You can only control what yeah. you do. And you know what? I gotta say, like talking to people like you, and really like this is so nice talking to you, and it really gives me hope that there are normal, whatever normal we are, but like normal, <laughs> they they think straight about things down to earth, nice, caring people. It's like, okay, so for every jackass that's being selfish and, and right. disregarding, there's people that do care, you know? Right. Reinforces my faith in humanity. Yeah, I, I do believe that too, actually. I mean, there there's a ton that don't care, but there's plenty that do. And it's really, and it's a, it, uh, it's better now, obviously, but like one of the hardest things to begin with was that we, we couldn't help one another. Like that was the craziest thing. Like there were, there's an older man in my, in my apartment. <laughs> he's not like in my apartment. <laughs> he's in right my, next to you right now. Actually. He's, he's hiding behind the couch. So that yeah. guy, so, and he's like senile. And for so long, I was worried. I wanted to like go and see if he was okay, but I couldn't. You know, because yeah. it's like, no, it's you, absolutely not. so that, that's a tough part of all this. Yeah, I know, because it's not like when 9-11 hit and people like would hug people and right. like help people along, like the helping was stay away. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. I know. A woman, Which totally like, goes against my nature, you know. It's like, I, especially when I'm feeling compassionate, like I, I just want to be there and give. And it's like, yeah. it was so heartbreaking not to be able to do that. Oh, the, the worst. And so many we've people are hurting. Yeah, go ahead. We've just started seeing friends in person. Uh, you know, socially distanced dinner or whatever. Yeah. Um, we've only seen a handful, but oh my God. Like, just the feeling of touching someone other than my wife was surreal. You know? Right? Yeah. We did, yeah. yeah. It's, it's the craziest thing. We went, um, it was weeks ago, but we went to like a friend's backyard barbecue thing. And yeah. it was like, it was so much to take in. I actually was like emotional and like, was yeah. like, had this nervous energy. Cause like I hadn't seen their baby. They, they had a baby, the baby yeah. was there. Old friends were there, they were there. And it was like, it was so much to take in. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It really is. I've even, even getting on like these Zoom calls sometimes I'm like, there gets this like nervous energy. And I'm like, did I forget how to like talk to people? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like this weird feeling where I'm like, oh my God, another human. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I know. I know. I, and this, it's Strange. been all about Zoom, you know, like I, I know. I've done, uh, I've taught workshops over Zoom. I've done, I think this Me is too. like the third interview I've done um, on Zoom. And it, it's like, this is like how we know people now. I, that's it's it. a little screen. I know, I know. It's so like, it's like, it's very, very nice to talk to you. And I'm like, hope I get to see you in person again. I know. I know. I was just thinking that. It's like bizarre, you know? Yeah, and, I know. You know, it's nice even doing this though. There's people that I, I hadn't even met before. I'd met like once and got to know them better through doing this. And we've been in touch since. And like, Oh, great. Yeah. People yeah. that I, probably wouldn't have connected with otherwise so it's like no, almost definitely i would think. almost definitely exactly so it's like yeah. you know what it's nice yeah it's it's a nice thing and in some yeah. ways there, it's, it's a gift there is a bunch of positive shit coming out of it yes yes yeah. oh my god you're drinking the same thing i am oh my god that's a, <laughs> this is not an advertisement 
<laughs> We're not doing a commercial. <laughs> this was a top secret audition. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I even know that. I was on. I know. See, man, I'm that good. You know, I, I don't even have to direct you. I just make it natural. That's <laughs> <laughs> so awesome. So I want to, I, I have a question that I ask people when they come on my show. And it's, uh, it's, there's a portion of my show. It's called the feather in your cap. And so when I say that, I mean a success or an achievement of yours, something that you've learned that has served you, um, or that may even serve you in the future, something that you'd be willing to share with either the viewers or the listeners. And it could be anything. It doesn't even have to be acting related. It could be anything. Um, yeah, that's great. Uh, I, I mean, the most important thing I've learned, I think we, we covered a little bit, which is just, uh, to thine own self be true, you know, mm. N- never be inauthentic and you won't regret anything. Hmm. It's, it's so like, so simple and so difficult. <laughs> I, I know. I know. Keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> that's, I know that line well. <laughs> that's man I love that and just you know you said it didn't that's not something that came to you naturally that you had to work at it no well certainly not in terms of like in context of acting you know like when 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 I was a teenager or even in my 20s I was like just how can I shape shift myself to be more light and more you know uh noticed or whatever and then well it's like you said like once i got to be about 29 30 i was like ah fuck it i don't you know (laughs) it's either gonna happen or it isn't i don't know and then i got my first movie which i had to fly to the middle east to go to my first job i went to to amon jordan yeah it was crazy after like my 20s being totally barren basically in terms of film and television yes See, I just, I always say this because look, I didn't even start acting until after college and everything. And it's, there is no one set path. I say this all the time when I talk to different people, everybody's path is different. And to expect it to happen on a certain timetable is just that, like we talked about expectation is just the death. Well, I mean, you're setting yourself up for fucking misery and resentment. Yep. Yep. Misery and resentment. Exactly. Acceptance is the answer, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) dude it was it's so so nice to have you on oh my pleasure thank you for having me thank you congrats on the movie being out and uh i wish i could go see it i actually yeah i don't i don't know if i are you sure that theaters aren't open in new york i'm curious uh that's what i keep reading like uh in the reviews they're like theaters are open in these states and not these other states and california and new york have consistently been on the no uh, yeah. states or at least new york city i forget the cuomo's rules change yeah. all the time so i don't yes i, don't I know and like long island's like a totally different story yeah 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 so it's, it's like, like a different state yeah it's like it's like i'm like wait you can do that like my dad's like yeah 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 i'm like that's weird like <laughs> i don't know any of that <laughs> so um what was i gonna say so guys so those of you that can go to the movie theater if you're safe enough to do so the New Mutants is out with our friend Happy Anderson. Definitely go see it. And um, where can people keep up with you? I'm going to put your info, um, if that's easier, 
all of Happy's info will be posted along with the episode so you can keep up with him, what he's doing, awesome work that's going on. But if you want to say it too, you can, up to you. Oh, sure. Uh, my Instagram <laughs> is at Happy Anderson Acting. My Twitter is Happy Anderson 8, but I basically don't participate in Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just like, I don't want to fucking say what I think. Um, <laughs> and then deal with you after I say it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't need opinions, man. Um, uh, and uh, my website is happyandersonacting.com. Happy. So this guy's meowing over here. Oh, this is Charles Xavier. What a cutie pie. He's a oh big my God. boy. And then Storm yeah. is over there. Yeah, they're like Maine Coons. So they're these big lion cats. I love cats. Maine Coons. They're so friendly. They'll they're like jump dogs. Right on your lap. Yeah, exactly. It's the funniest thing. You, you walk in the door and they just... They plop on the floor, lay over, and just want you to rub their oh, belly. It's the best. It's the best. They're the they're the sweetest ever. I love uh, them. We, we have we have two cats, but they're not Mancoons. Waylon and Willie are their names. Aww, are they brothers? No, they we got them a year apart. Um, Waylon uh, spent the first year of his life on the mean streets of Jackson Heights, and oh uh, yeah, Willie. Um, was born on a farm upstate owned by this uh, appellate court judge who would bottle feed the kittens. And so Aww. she is like so social and will talk <laughs> I know. <laughs> and like will go up to anybody and Waylon, if anyone other than Meg or I are in the house, he hides. Aww. So. Do they get along with each other? Uh, very well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aren't cats the best, man? I, I love them, I love I them. I didn't grow up with cats. I grew up, we had a dog. And then like- They're great right, too. Oh, dogs are amazing. But I never got cats until I, right. we, we rescued one and at my dad's and then we took an astray who became our baby. And then, and then I rescued or I took them in and I hate saying rescued. I, they weren't like drowning in a thing. <laughs> like I took them in uh, and their cats are amazing. Yeah, and it's a totally different kind of relationship with a cat than a dog. Totally. I, I mean, like, even emotionally different. Oh, it's so different. It's so, so different. It's like, but again, if you expect, like, your, like if people expect their cats to be like dogs, it, like, you're going to be very disappointed. They're going to be so disappointed. They don't do that. <laughs> they don't do that. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, I want to see your cats now. That's awesome. I don't know where they are. Are they there? No, well, Waylon's hiding. I don't know where the fuck Willie is. Uh, <laughs> she might be with my wife. <laughs> I love it. Um, I'm, you're gonna have to come on again sometime. It's really lovely oh, to I'd have love you. To. You're, yeah. you're it's so, so nice awesome. To chat with you. It's so nice to chat with you. And so, guys, thank you for tuning in to Big Face. And uh, yeah, Happy's information is gonna be with this episode. And um, man, thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. You can, you can like rate, subscribe, any of that good stuff to keep this going so we can all stay connected and um, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in and happy. Thank you so, so much. My pleasure. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.